Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome, welcome and welcome to Right Now with Stan Wangland. Gee, today is the 29th of September. Uh, in about a half hour, there'll be the big first presidential debate between um, the incumbent president, President Donald Trump, and former vice president, and senator, and a politician for many, many years, Joe Biden. That should be interesting, and perhaps we'll do a show on some of that tomorrow. But uh, tonight's show, I'm kind of getting right into it. You know, no big musical interlude or anything else like that. I was uh, thinking, of, yeah, I was actually going to pass on doing a show tonight, watch the debates uh, for a little bit, and uh, maybe comment on that for a show tomorrow, because that's something that's important that's happening right now. You know, but we can leave that uh, for a bit. And uh, I live in Binghamton, New York, uh, and New York State, you know, was, was kind of the epicenter of the coronavirus, for example, in the United States, which is the epicenter for the world. And, uh, you know, it seems to be on the rise in Broome County, as it is in the United States, meaning COVID-19. And uh, there's a um, report that comes out from our county ex executive, Jason Garner, I uh, know his father as a, a fellow professor at the college where I've worked for decades. And um, Jason's a very nice man and everything else like that. But to be very honest with you, I've been really less than pleased with a lot of the information from the health department and everything else. It's really hard to discern what the heck is happening, the numbers, whatever, the accuracy. And uh, having worked in the healthcare field for, uh, you know, many decades, uh, run clinics, uh, you know, been in charge of medical units, so on and so forth. I've said this a thousand times on the show. I'm not a medical doctor, I'm a psychologist, an administrator, adjunct professor. But of course, those are my responsibilities to uh, supervise the medical staff and supervise the medical programs, devise medical programs along with the medical staff and so on and so forth. As a matter of fact, I was business partners many years with the uh, medical director, who I can't name here on the air without his permission, who was vice president and then president of Wilson Hospital for a number of years. So it's not like, uh, you know, that's not like I know about medicine by association. You know, I know a doctor, therefore I have a medical knowledge, but uh, there's a, you know, a process to things. And, you know, as an administrator, you're um, accountable for those things. You're not responsible for the medical interventions, but you're certainly accountable for them. And they're understandable and they're have to be explained to you uh, and everybody else, uh, sometimes in a court of law, you know, so that's understandable. So this isn't anything uh, that is new to me, to many of my colleagues who listen to the show, uh, to many of the professors out of the college who, the reason they're adjunct professors is that they're like me, they worked in the, these fields. So uh, I think they'll appreciate what I'm saying. Tonight's show is not about COVID-19, just happens to be a symptom of things uh, that I'm thinking about uh, in the sense that uh, what is going on with people uh, where they just do not seem to have a shared sense of reality about things. And uh, it's positively uh, disturbing. Uh, and COVID is an example of that. Uh, political stuff is examples of that. Social justice issues are samples of that. They're not differences of opinion that I'm talking about. And I have many people who are dear friends of mine who listen to the show and 
you know, I don't want the show to be a hate show or a show to push one point of view, but, you know, you have to interpret reality or to be able to re interpret reality uh, when you're doing a show like this or just forget about doing a show like this when you live your life. And other people have to be able to, you know, the general group of people in the world, you know, need to be able to agree with you on that. Like if I don't like the taste of a cup of coffee or a hamburger or a television show or a song, that's not reality testing. That's an opinion. That's something that's subjective. But if you and I, I'm sitting here with a glass of water, I have a glass and there's water in it. If you tell me that that's not a glass and that's not water, uh, but it is, you know, the glass and the water are objective things in life. And, you know, it's really important. Uh, if I was back, you know, working as a psychologist, if you couldn't do that, if you seriously couldn't say this is a glass and this is, you know, this is water, well, either you were being deliberate and oppositional, or you might have a mental problem or a physical problem or some other kind of problem where you, you could not function in the world of reality. And my point is, I, I really know, not believe, but I know that's what's happening and has been happening for, for many years now, for several years. And people are in a free fall kind of, you know, uh, state. Now, I know that's kind of repetitive. I've said that before. But here's the point of right now, tonight. I was thinking uh, about the fact of, that you know, that this has happened in history before. You know, this has happened, uh, you know, during witchcraft trials, during the McCarthy era, during, um, you know, the, the war between the states, the Civil War, you know, people believing in slavery or not, or making rationalizations about things, whatever. And, uh, you know, all throughout history in, in, in varying shapes and forms, you know, whether it be Copernicus and, you know, the theory of the earth versus the sun is, you know, which is, you know, who revolves around whom. Uh, is the earth flat? You know, is it round? Uh, you know, things like this happen and the status quo, you know, some many times, uh, you know, confuse the population. But this is the 21st century now. And I guess what I want to throw out to people, and this will be a short show tonight. I'm not looking to, you know, browbeat anybody. Or, you know, this is about reality and the consequences of not being realistic or not striving for the, even the simplest forms of reality, uh, what is history going to say about 2020? I mean, I brought up the fact about the coronavirus in, in Broome County, and you know, I, I've looked on the site, and of course it's a Facebook site. Uh, the responses from people were positively frightening. They were frightened, frightening to me, not in terms of an opinion, uh, they were frightening to me in terms of being a trained clinician with the failure to to recognize the fundamentals of reality. You know, people quoting all kinds of crazy statistics and, you know, memes, and buzzwords, and silly things that they hear on television or just people saying, I'm just tired of being afraid. Of, you know, if, if you're old or you're sick or you're vulnerable, stay in the house and I have to live my life. And, it's like, what, you know, what are people thinking? What are people thinking? It's like one of these bad science fiction movies 
where uh, you know you see the you know uh, the Godzilla or some monster walking down the street, and all of a sudden there's a riot scene, and everybody starts going in a million different directions. So uh, I wanted to throw that out, uh, and it, it's pervasive. It's it's not about uh, it's not about COVID uh, alone. Uh, I was talking to a family member today who goes to public school, and I was asking them. I said, "How's you know?" I ask them all the time, "How's school going? Everything, everything, everything safe in school?" And every you know, yeah, 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 it's good. You wearing your mask? Yeah, yeah. How which classes you like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, teachers careful. Yeah. Does it get tiring with the mess? Well, no, we have a mask free time several times during the day. Oh yeah. You have a mask free time. Uh, the warning bells went off in my head there. You have a mask free time. Uh, w what's the environment like with that? Uh, are you going outside in the fresh air, you know, like, like kind of away from people? When you're doing that, is there a special room you go to or something? No, it's just in the classroom. You're allowed to take your mask off for a few minutes, you know, every couple of hours. Uh, I said, well, what about the environment? Is it any different to your thought? No, 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 we're the same. You just don't talk. Oh, I was telling this to uh, a uh, fellow teacher and clinician. And, and they almost passed out. They said, come on, you're kidding me. You're bullshitting me. This is in one of the best school districts, uh, you know, in New York State. Yeah, this uh, disease is airborne. So uh, if you don't talk, uh, you know, you, you, you're not going to get this. You could sit in a, in a room indoors, you know, where air issues are important in the transmission of this disease with no mask on. My Lord have mercy. Uh, now, I'm sorry, that's another COVID story. Uh, pretty scary, huh? I was at the, the supermarket the other day and an older woman, I mean, she was really old. She was, you know, she was a much older woman and she was having a hard time breathing with her mask on and there's a legitimate scenario. She couldn't breathe. She was, and I heard a woman say to her, uh, are you okay? Do you need us to call? And she says, no, I just can't breathe with the mask on. And I said to the woman, I said, I said, oh, excuse me, ma'am. And do you need some help? Do you want me to pack your bags up? Do you want to step outside so you can remove? Here's the woman next to me saying, just take your mask off. I hate mine too. Now, this is an older woman in her mid-80s. And the county that I'm in is on the rise with COVID. And here we are in a department store, you know, not a, I mean, a supermarket. Wonderful, wonderful advice, right? With the, the chief target, uh, you know, population. Now, uh, what is going on in people's heads? I mean, I didn't start a fight with anybody there, or, or, or I just said to the woman, I said, oh, that's, you know, that's understandable. Some people can't wear masks. Maybe you have to wear, you have to use the curbside pickup, ma'am, or, you know, get somebody to come in and do your shopping or wear one of the face shields. Uh, it's better than nothing. If you're bound and determined to come in there, you know, or check with your doctor if there's some other kind of thing that you could. No, it, it's people not even believing that, you know, this was like, like a real issue. You know, or, or you see people breaking the law or you see people doing terrible things or you see journalists murdered or uh, you, you're seeing uh, crazy behaviors. 
on the new, I mean, right in front of your eyes. And then people say, well, you know, well, maybe, you know, whatever. And then I'm watching television today and looking at the position the parents are being put in. Nobody's helping them out with any more money. People are losing jobs left and right. And there's people rationalizing, saying, well, I think it's, you know, going to send my kid to school and they just got to go to school. I've got to go to work. You know, and then start quoting crazy numbers that there is no really no pandemic or blah, blah, blah. Why? Because people are caught between a rock and a hard place. If they don't go to work, they can't take care of their family. And if their kids don't go to school, they can't go to work. And if they send their kids to school, they may hurt them. They may kill one of them. But they can't, you can't believe that. You can't make yourself believe that. You can't say that money and you have to take care of them takes a priority over their health. But evidently, for, for many parents, they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. So they go out of contact with reality so that they can make impossible decisions. Impossible decisions. So how is history going to view this? I, you know, for me, I don't think it's gloom and doom. And, and you know, if we don't start getting uh, in touch with reality, have your opinions. You know, you want you're you know you want to be uh, 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 you you like this team in sports, or you like uh, Republicans, you like Democrats, or you don't like politics, or whatever it is, or you don't like pizza, or you think uh, the so you know you you think that Putin is a great guy, or whatever. You know, whatever. Have your opinions. But when we're dealing with important issues, it's your responsibility and it's my responsibility to act in a manner that is consistent with reality. You know, it would be like in World War II if we were, uh, you know, bombed in uh, Pearl Harbor and then said, well, the Japanese, they're just a, a bunch of mixed up kids. What do we do to tick them off? No, that was a sneak attack. There might have been things that we did, but that was an act of war. That's just the reality of the situation. So I think we're in a situation where if people don't start doing this right now, like the name of this show, if you don't start doing this, if I don't start doing this and, and understand the difference between real needs and perceived needs, the difference between reality, subjective, um, rather objective reality versus subjective opinions and feelings and, and, and whatever and emotions. We're never going to get a grip on uh, on any of this. It, it's just if, if it comes to the COVID, hey, man, this is not the flu. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. I mean, even the CDC, uh, one of the heads of their, Dr. Redfield said, if everybody, if everybody just took one approach, like wearing the mask and did some social distancing and did everything, if everybody did that, we could have this under controllable numbers in about, about three months. But when you have everybody going in a million different directions and people doing as they please and, and, and not sharing reality, it's like a bad science fiction movie when it comes to that. And it's the same with our government. It's the same with the way that we treat one another. It's, you know, there's a, a famous uh, history book called the Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire. And one of the things that uh, is very clear in there is that the historian 
who writes the rise and fall of the Roman Empire, says the empire wasn't destroyed from without, it was destroyed from within. And I repeat that on many shows. This is what we're doing to ourselves right now. So anyway, uh, that's uh, what I find is going on right now. It's positively mind-blowing. And uh, I don't know, the debates are going to make it, I think, a little bit wackier. Um, you know, we've got the country seems to really be in this free fall state. And uh, hopefully, uh, I don't know what it's going to take to get people to start. Uh, I mean, people are always going to disagree. People are always going to take sides. People are always going to want to see things their own way. But this has gotten to new levels of uh, seriousness. This is uh, making our world, in, in terms of dealing with problems, uh, we're reacting completely dys dysfunctional uh, in many ways. And that's my opinion right now. And uh, I don't say this is like uh, being angry with people. I'm fearful. I think it can certainly change at the drop of a hat if we make the right decisions. But evidently, it has to get a lot worse before people uh, really see the handwriting on the wall. So anyway, uh, that's the show today. I think there is something uplifting about it and that uh, the solution is there. The solution is reason, reality, and having the courage to uh, accept the truth. And some things are true regardless of what we'd like to believe. You know, they are what they are. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll catch you tomorrow uh, and maybe talk a little bit about the debate, what we saw tonight, if you had the nerve to watch it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, Stan Wangland, you can get in touch with me at swanglin uh, at gmail.com. Bye-bye now. Right now, if Stan Wangland has been written, directed, produced, recorded, and hosted by yours truly, Stan Wangland, you can listen to the show, as you well know, on Anchor.com. Uh, it's an excellent uh, platform to listen to, but if you like any of the other major platforms, um, our show is uh, heard on 12 other additional major platforms, so feel free to go there and you'll catch all of our shows, uh, and they're done very nicely for you there. If you want to reach me, Stan Wangland, uh, again, you can hit me up at Stan Wangland. That's S Wangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at Stan Wangland or at Twitter at S Wangland. And don't forget to hit the like button. If you want to send a message, you can hit the message button and subscribe to the channel if you like. Thank you.